You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Amanda Hall Psychic with Amanda Hall. Live from amandahallpsychic.com.au. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Psychic Radio. Ask1Radio.com or Moonstruck.tv. This is Amanda Hall Psych on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Welcome to A1R Psychic Radio here on Moonstruck TV with Amanda Hall Psychic all the way from the Gold Coast. Well, hasn't it been an interesting week around the globe in the last seven days? And look, our hearts and our prayers and our our sympathy in some ways goes out to the US of A with everything that's gone on there in the last seven days. I can't begin to imagine how the, the country must be feeling and so divided. And it, it's such a terrible state of events that will go down in history. And it's not for us to judge who's right or who's wrong. But all as we can offer you as a collective from the show is our prayers and our thoughts and our well wishes that your country finds some sort of healing and some sort of peace in the days moving forward. Now, having said that, let's move right on into the card of the week this week. It's from the Simply Tarot deck that I designed many years ago. Based on the Ride Awake concept of the most popular deck in the world. So this week it's the card of the Magician. Now, the Magician is a card that a lot of people find difficult to work with because it is the element of surprise. It can be good or bad. Now, the word being surprised, now, that's one of those things when we're a little child, we tend to think of, oh, goody, I'm getting a present. Isn't this exciting and how wonderful it's going to be because you got me a surprise. But as we get older, we understand that the word surprise doesn't always mean something good. It's something that we're not expecting. It's something that has caught us off guard a little bit. So I think we all need to be very, very aware in this next seven days for the element of surprise in our life. Now, it doesn't have to be on a negative. It can be very, very much on a positive. But it's asking us all to each be very aware of our immediate surroundings and the things that are going on around us so we aren't caught off guard, so that maybe the surprises that come in are good ones, the ones that we can capitalise on and move forward. So let's move straight on into the astrology section. We've got a lot to cover this week. It's a very big week astrologically. When I opened up the chart this morning, I thought, my goodness, how are we going to get through this very quickly and put it in a way that everybody can understand because we are collective as a globe. We all go through similar situations or similar experiences every single day of our lives. We don't all tread on the same path, but the influences on an astrological level do affect each and every one of us. Whether we want to acknowledge that or agree with or even accept that, that is part of what makes up our world and our own personal world. So let's kick it off now. We've got Venus is in Capricorn now Venus in Capricorn is actually making a nice aspect or what's known as a trine aspect 
to Uranus in Taurus. Now, Venus is the planet of love and affection, and Uranus is the planet of the unusual, the unexpected, like the bolt of lightning or like the tower card in the tarot. It's something that happens very suddenly. It can catch us off guard a little bit like the magician. It's something that we weren't sort of quite expecting. Now, when we see Venus sort of making a really pleasant transaction or a, a pleasant configuration to Uranus and they're both in Earth signs. Venus is telling us it's the things that we love to do that are going to bring us the most pleasure. Now Venus in Capricorn is asking us to sort of find the practical, the logical, the down-to-earth, the official way of doing something or bringing more balance into our lives. It's also telling us to be aware that things can happen suddenly because of Uranus in Taurus which is also in an earth sign, but it's more focused on the things that we believe in, the things that are important to us, our money, our belief systems, what's mine's mine, and I don't know that I necessarily want to share it. So it's asking us to be aware that there could be some sudden opportunities, some sudden openings for maybe potentially a new job offer or a way of improving our personal finances. But if that's the case, it's got to be something that we feel really passionate about. It's got to be something that we love to do. It can't just be an opening because there's an opening there and it's a way of making the almighty amount of money that we might like. But we have to also have some sort of ownership, some sort of passion for this, for this to work out long-term-wise. So be very careful of that. Don't just take an opportunity because it's something that's landed in your lap and I don't really like it, but I'll do it anyway because I want the money. That's okay. If you can get your head around it and find some way that you're going to be in love with it or love to do it or be excited to get up and go and perform this task, then that's fine. We're also going to move on to the plethora of planets that are sitting in Capricorn, followed by the ones that are in Aquarius. So the Capricorn energy this week is the moon, the emotional planet, which luckily for us, the moon moves fairly quickly and only sits in a sign for two and a half days. So at the moment, the moon is holding hands with the sun. Now, both of these aren't planets. They're known as luminaries. So when we've got the yin and the yang or the male and the female or the female and the male holding hands together, this is quite a major sort of event. So again, it's in Capricorn. It's everything that's official. It's everything that governs big business, doctors, dentists, lawyers, anything that you could find on an official front, whether it's police stations, courthouses, anything that's official. So it's sort of almost like the male-female energy holding hands together. It's the yin and the yang. Now, this is also holding hands with Pluto, the planet of transformation. So it's interesting considering the unrest that's going on in many parts of the world at the moment and the riots that have taken place in the US of A, that it's asking each and every one of us as male and female to hold hands and to maybe find a way forward, maybe find a way of transforming things, of, of bringing about some different insights some different ways that we handle conflicts, different ways that we resolve things connected to governments. I know here in Australia... We've got a very divided sort of energy going on around this country at the moment in our political arena too, nowhere near as severe as the US. But it's sort of like people are really starting to take sides and it's like everybody's starting to become quite aggressive with who they believe in and what they believe in. And part of that is coming, I think, from the COVID-19 thing. You've got 
people sort of who, who agree that it is a worldwide pandemic and it's incredibly infectious and we all need to be very careful and we need to follow the directives of our local governments and our governments and the advice of what we should and shouldn't do. And yes, we're all a little bit COVID fatigued, but then you've got the other group that don't believe that, that believe it's nothing more than the common flu or a common cold and we all should just sort of man up or woman up and get over it and get about our daily lives. And whether they're driven by money or whether they're driven by greed or whether they're just driven by ignorance or it's their own personal belief system is really not for me to judge, nor is it for you to judge. But we have to make allowances for these sort of people and their belief systems because in their mind, they're right. And it's, it's these sort of issues that I think are dividing nations and dividing communities at the moment. And what Pluto's role is here is, is to magnify this, is to amplify this, is to show us that, you know, it's not so much that one's right and one's wrong, that we all have opinions and we all have belief systems and somehow or another we've got to find some sort of common ground with this. And it's the same for the people that agree that are going to have a vaccine against COVID-19 and for those that strongly believe against a vaccine. Me personally, I think we all have to collectively do as much as we can to try and get on top of this pandemic, whether that's sort of changing our habits and our habits will probably change for a very, very long time to come. Do we need to look at new ways of dealing with things? Yes, we do. Do we need to reevaluate who we are and what we stand for? Yes, I believe we do. And do we need to look at our own personal lifestyle? What has changed in your last in the last 12 months for you? What can you take forward out of this? What have been the positives that you can take forward and implement in your life moving forward that have probably changed forever? So it's a very, very tough time and it's a tough time on our emotions because one minute we look at it this way and the next minute we're looking in another way and this is what Pluto is doing. It's push-pull situation, trying to ask us somewhere to find our own truth, try and find our way of rebalancing our lives, of, you know, sort of getting underneath the covers and finding the truth and rebranding or reorganising or re-looking at the way that we do things. And it is okay sometimes, I think, to sort of feel very overwhelmed and say, look, I just don't know anymore. Yesterday I believed this, but today everything's changed again and I've got to go back and I've got to go back to the drawing board. I've got to reevaluate this. And there's so many things that happen so quickly you know, things and, and messages can change within a matter of hours that locations all of a sudden go back into a severe lockdown, whether it's for days or weeks or months. And these are the things that we can't plan for. And this is Pluto trying to ask us to completely transform the way that we go about our daily lives, whether it's on a health front, whether it's on a money front, whether it's on a work front, whether it's on how we deal with things, how we cope with pressure there is still a lot of change and Pluto still sits in, in Capricorn until 2022. So we still have at least another 12 months of this and I've been saying for a very, very long time now, this will be the toughest part of the Pluto transformation. Even though Pluto has been sitting in Capricorn now since about 2008, this is the final push. So things are going to seem exaggerated, out of control, seem larger than life, and we have to deal with it head on. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be negative. We can also find some very positive new 
normals out of all this that are going to bring us a much, much better quality of life. I know here in Australia, lots of people have moved out of cities and gone into more rural and country locations and are creating a better lifestyle for their family. You know, being able to work from home, spending more quality time with their children, you know, have a bigger house with a lot of room and everybody's got their own space and maybe a pool in the backyard or, you know, just living a simpler sort of life. And that wouldn't have happened if we hadn't had COVID. So there certainly is upswings to the changes that are going on worldwide we now move on to the plethora of planets that are sitting in Aquarius now Aquarius is the energy that is sort of it's quite very much a thinking energy it's like I know I'm, I'm clever I know what I'm talking about listen to me I'm very determined I'm very strong and sometimes the Aquarian energy is asking us to think outside the square outside the box what is innovative what is new what is different what can be something that somebody's going to scratch their head and say gee i don't know that i agree with that but hang on a minute i'll look at it but it doesn't you know it's it's foreign to me so i don't know whether i'm going to like it because it's foreign so i think we just need to be aware of that and work with it so we've now got saturn the planet of discipline holding hands with jupiter also holding hands with mercury so saturn the planet of discipline is like the father figure the the authority figure who's holding hands with Jupiter. Jupiter is the planet of luck, opportunity, expansion, higher mind, our belief systems, particularly religion, or the things that I like to look at religion as our own personal belief system. What do you believe in personally? Whether that means going to a church or a place of worship, or is it just your own belief system and the rules that you live by? And this is holding hands with Mercury, the planet of communication, who's also holding hands with the part of fortune. Now, the part of fortune is not where we find money in our chart. It's where we find the things that are going to improve our lives. So with these four, three planets and, and the Arabian part, all together, all conjunct, all holding hands in Aquarius, it's asking us to think outside the square. Yes, we've got to have law enforcement. Yes, we've got to have rules and regulations. But yes, I think we can look at collectively as a globe, how do we address this problem? How do we prevent this from resurfacing or having similar problems in other locations or other nations around the globe? And we've got to learn to communicate. We've got to find ways that we communicate on a level that's not offensive, that's not upsetting someone, but we're still firm in the way that we get our point across, that we're still very forthright, we're very clear, we're very concise in our message. And this is what I think will bring healing to our world is that we have to find new and innovative ways of dealing with the world's problems or our own personal problems, our own household problems, our own local community problems. Finally, I want to re-emphasise what we spoke about last week with Neptune in Pisces. Now, Neptune's the planet of creativity. It's also the planet of illusion and delusion. Now, when it's in Pisces, it's almost like it's got collectively the other 11 signs of the zodiac all rolled into one with the Piscean energy. So the Piscean energy is seen as like two fish trying to chase their tail and never sort of achieving anything. I don't necessarily agree with that. What I feel the Piscean energy is is the power of the previous 11 planets that have gone before it and we have this opportunity to create something that maybe is mystical, that's magical, that we couldn't have done without collectively everybody working together. So when you have Neptune in Pisces, 
and it feels very comfortable there. We've been swimming around in a fog for some time. We've been swimming around looking for the light switch to create light in our lives, to give us a direction. Well, I think now we're finally starting to see that. But the thing is with Neptune is, is sometimes people can delude themselves into their thinking is right and everybody else's is wrong. So it has a swings and roundabout effect. It can be great because it means we're creatively looking at different ways to problem solve and, yes, maybe we've swum around in a bit of a fog or a bit of a mist for a while or murky water trying to find our way out to the clearness and in that time maybe we've handled things in the wrong way. But it can also mean that we get so dogged and so determined that our way is the only way that we can't see the clear water for the murky water because we're so used to that that this is sort of starting to become our new truth so we have to be careful of what is the truth and it's not always about what is our truth is truth it's it's we've got to collectively look at it on a much bigger scale than just our own personal belief systems so i hope that's helped clarify a little bit of you know this very intense energy that's going on astrologically around the world at the moment and you know take the bits out of it that apply to you that you feel comfortable with go back and re-watch the show again you may get something the next time you watch it that didn't quite sort of register the first time because you were so focused on a particular area of your life but i hope it gives you some sort of answers some sort of clear direction and no we are all in this together and you know nothing happens by accident everything is destined everything is predetermined everything happens for the right reasons even if we can't see it at the time and yes we still have free will and we're still able to make our own decisions but those decisions are driven or guided by what is already predetermined and that's where our very strong feelings come from and our psychic abilities come from is that something that sort of intensely feels right is what we follow so we're going to talk with laura in charlotte in north carolina are you there laura i'm here do you have a question I can work with, please, Laura? Well, I um, am feeling, I love your message, um, by the way, and uh, I wanted to see if you could tap into my career, um, anything you see going on moving forward with my career. I kind of feel like I'm stuck in a rut right now. Yeah, I can see that, Laura, that you're stuck in a rut because the first symbol that they were showing me as I first started to connect with you is that there's endings, changes and transformations that are about to happen for you. It's like the last 12 months, it's almost like I want to stretch it out to two years. It seems to have been so long. It's like you look at some parts of your life in the last 12 months and you think, oh, they went with a blink of an eye. But there's a lot of your life that feels like it's just dragged out and dragged out and it's dragged out and you think, oh, I'm so tired of this. I, it's not so much that I necessarily want a completely brand new life, but I know there's areas of what I've got now that I feel like I've, I've overdone them, I've overworked them, and it's like I need something fresh, new and innovative. Now, coming back to your question about your job, I'm not totally convinced you're in the right job. I think that's one of the things that's sort of been coming painfully obvious to you. There'd been a lot of promises that had been made in this current role, and you know, yes, we can put the, the brakes on it and say, oh, well, COVID, you know, changed the playing field and maybe this is why opportunities haven't come or things haven't panned out quite the way that I expected or the way that was I was led to believe. Look, I think that's only a small portion of this. 
I feel what the universe is trying to share with you, Laura, is that it's time to really sort of take the blindfold off and sit down and have a long, hard look at this role that you're in. Is the role itself exactly what you want it to be? Is it the type of work you want? Or is it just the company and the com- and the people that work for the company that you're uncomfortable with? What I'm being shown is a combination of both. So I'm not necessarily saying the job is wrong and sort of leave it tomorrow. What I'm saying is let's look at this very carefully and look at what it is that's going to make you happy moving forward. Now, if you feel that the current role that you're in is that, you know, it's becoming boring, it's becoming monotonous, it's not making me excited to get out of bed and want to go there, then we've got to look at is there an opportunity then for either change, promotion, bringing in some other duties. If the answer is no to that and you can't see that happening in the next six months, then I think we need to go to plan B and we need to start looking at what else is out there in the marketplace. Is there anything else out there that could give me that incentive to want to get up and get out of bed of a morning and go to work? Is there other roles out there that would give me that passion back again? I'm going to say I'm going to sit on the fence at the moment because I don't feel from what I'm being shown that it's exactly the right time to change your job yet. But what I want you to try and do is change your attitude. And by doing that and maybe taking up some sort of new study or enhancing your skill set, that will be enough to keep you comfortable and, 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 and sit there in this job for a little bit longer. If we could hang out till August, and I know that sounds a long way, we're in January, but by then you'll have a much clearer direction of what the next step is. So we've got to try and find a way between now and August to keep you on track, to keep you sort of happy to get up and go to work and keep you know putting one foot in front of the other and without you sort of feeling like it's a real chore because the moment we start to feel like it's a real chore and I don't want to be there and I hate my job, we then t- tend to change the energy and we start to bring on illnesses on ourselves, things like that because, you know, our body responds to, I don't want to go to work so I'll get a, a, I'll get a fever or I've got a tummy ache or whatever, you know, it, it, it creates the reasons why we can't go. I'm not saying the job's wrong. I'm just saying I think you've outgrown the current role. So we need to sort of try and mm-hmm. bring some changes in. I do feel that there is still opportunity there. And that's one of the things that I wouldn't like to see you, you know, jump the gun and sort of walk away from the job just before there could be the opportunity for a real change within the job with a promotion and something that would get you excited again. And that's why I think if we can sort of keep you happy by studying something else or learning something else and just let it tick along at the same pace, you'll then find the answers will come. So I hope that's helped you, Laura. Yeah, I've been working on my spiritual development on the side having my job yeah focus on that and that that will give you you know the strength the the answers it'll keep you motivated to to go and do the j job you know it's about you know keeping everything moving at the moment so that's where we're going to have to leave it laura we're going to talk with amanda in baltimore in maryland are you there amanda yes what a lovely name how can i help you today sweetie uh I'm not really sure. I, I kind of wanted a uh, love reading. Okay. That so is there it. anybody in particular in your life at the moment you'd like me to look at, Amanda? Is there someone special or are we just having a general look to yes. see what's going to happen? 
yeah, I have someone right now. Do you mind sharing with me their first name? Is that uh, okay? Isaac. Okay, Isaac. It's interesting because I, I, I feel the relationship to me is like, it's almost like it's stuck. I don't feel that he doesn't want you and I don't feel that he doesn't want the relationship. It's almost like he's frozen in fear about taking that next step. But what if I do this and it falls over? What if I do that and it goes wrong? What if Amanda doesn't like me anymore? And it's like all these what ifs and I just want to say to him, just relax, let's just enjoy it. Let's see where it can go. You know, we don't have to put labels and pressure and expectations on things at the moment. Let's just let it be. Let, let it be free. Let it develop and evolve. So has the relationship reasonably new, is it, Amanda? Uh, yes and no. We we go back at, like, uh, him and I work at a racetrack, and it's I, I leave every six months, and I come back, and we've been together for four years. So why is it feeling new again to me, as if it's brand new? This last time that you came back, did you feel as if things had changed between the two of you? A little bit. Like, I can't explain it, but I feel no, like... No, you can't put your finger on it. No. But he feels different to me. Like, I, I, I pick him up as having a very nervous energy around him at the moment, you know, frightened of what could go wrong. And it's as if I'm what frozen in fear, you know, not wanting to take a step forward or just sort of take it to the next level for fear I'm going to mess it up, I'm going to muck it up. Look, I don't believe this relationship's over by a long shot. I think in this last time that you were away, before you came back, I think he had a lot of time to think and a lot of things went on behind the scenes where uh, there was a lot of changes there and he doesn't like change. He's not the sort of person that, that you know, openly accepts change and let's get on with it. it it's got to be his decision to make changes and I think it's just sort of throwing him a little bit off balance. Look, I feel in the next three weeks things are going to get back more on track than what they were. You're going to feel a lot more comfortable that the relationship is starting to get some traction again. Things are starting to settle down. The closeness is coming back. And I do feel that this relationship before the end of this year will head into a very serious next step. It's like we're really taking that next step for a commitment together. And that's a good thing because it's been a long time in coming if it's four years and we haven't really got to that point because of, you know, work and you going away to work and things like that. It's sort of made it a little bit tricky. But I feel these are all the things that he's been thinking about and, and sort of trying to make up his mind at whether or not he feels that's what you want too and too frightened to ask you in case he doesn't get the right answer or the answer that he wanted to hear. So I feel if you just be yourself, continue to be open and loving and sort of not, you know, keep asking if there's something wrong, but just be yourself, I feel that will calm everything down and you will start to feel then that he's opening up more, he's telling you more, and he's starting to talk more about futures. But I do feel the two of you are heading towards a serious commitment, Amanda. So just hang in there. A few more changes okay. coming up with work from March. Is there sort of expectation of a change coming up in March with work? Because I'm just, that's what they keep showing me. So just be aware of that. It's not something to get upset or concerned about. Just be aware is what I'm going to say because there's good things happening this year for you, Amanda, and it's lovely to connect with you. So we've come to the end of the show again. So again, I want to ask everybody to... 
keep the USA in their prayers and send positive energy so that the country can sort of calm down and find their way through this debacle that's going on there with their political system at the moment. And the same for everywhere around the world. If you're experiencing some difficulties or lockdowns or, you know, just COVID fatigued, let's all try and find something positive this week. Let's try and find, do something for yourself. You know, put some nice music on the turntable. Watch a movie. You know, get one of your Christmas movies out and watch one of them or watch it on Netflix or something like that. Let's bring some joy back into the world. Uh, That's how I'm feeling this week as I feel that we all need to every day try and bring some do something in our lives that's going to bring a smile to our face and that will help us i feel then overcome whatever life's going to throw it at throw it at us because this year is not necessarily going to be the easiest year on the planet yes i know we've all had nearly 12 months of COVID, and we should be starting to get used to this but i just sort of feel with the new strains of COVID coming towards us i think we're all going to have to be more flexible than we even were last year so let's try and keep everything positive and find some favorite music that's going to be uplifting to your soul and you know for me i have lots of people that i like to listen to but my producer's got me on to helen ready at the moment so i've been playing a lot of helen ready and i'm very proud that she was an australian and i'm proud to be an aussie too so until next week bye for now